Dad talk. They really like to trash talk. Dad talk. They'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk. Real talk. Dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you wisdom and advice. It's really nice. You probably listen twice. Real talk. Dudes and they're getting serious. Okay. Red lights on, folks. We're getting to work. We are recording episode 47 of Dad Talk. Uh, Derek Wenzel with us as always. Derek, um, I got a big announcement I think we need to uh, lead the, the podcast with today. Whoa. Yeah, of course. So I just want to say, you know, we, we, we've, we've talked uh, on, this, on this podcast before of how we've gone through the IVF uh, stuff and how difficult and just in, intense it, it, it was um Wesley and Tenley of course both through IVF and born within one week of each other just and I gotta say like the the dad talk community whenever we talked about IVF just always there for us like overwhelming support from I think we call our list do we call our listeners the daddies no we do not we're not not <laughs> we absolutely do not Let's not do that <laughs> at all. I think like, you no, know, how, like, none of that feels good. Like the Swifties or the Beliebers, like we got the daddies. Yeah. Maybe we come up with something else. <laughs> something that's totally different from that. <laughs> like, like something that doesn't sound anything like that is what we should come up with. But anyway, overwhelming support from the daddies. <laughs> and this time, you know, just figured like it was it was honestly too overwhelming the amount of support from the dad talk community didn't really want to go the ivf route this time smart so baby number two is coming boom baby anderson number two uh complete surprise we were we were gearing up to to start going down the ivf route um just assumed that was that's what was gonna happen and boom tori got pregnant and it's a uh, it's a girl. Wow! Look at that one of each. Look at you. And it so, wasn't even that wasn't a choice. It's not like hey, we've got yeah a one embryo on the shelf, and here's what it is. It's just by chance. Look at you. Unbelievable! Like just unbelievable news. I I wanted the girl. I've told you this in in the past. Yeah. The, the embryo that we did have that we do have on ice is is a boy. So the fact that this That's happened. Wild. Yeah, we so we've we've talked offline about this too. For yeah, obviously, super fucking happy for you, especially getting a girl. That's awesome. Um, at the same time, <laughs> you're the fucking people that give IVF yeah. fucking people a bad name because we're like, how many people are going to come up to you now and be like, see, all you have to do is relax and not try, and then boom, it works. Like you didn't have to even go through IVF in the first place. But the book, and that's obviously shit. Because the math, the math for this to happen is insane. After all of the eggs that were retrieved from Tori and how many fertilized and how many made it, it was just like, it was what, three out of 30 or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at 10% under like ideal lab conditions. And that's at one shot, right? So to hit that, it's so scary low the odds of like this kind of clicking and it being a girl it's nuts it's unbelievable that that happened it's, it's awesome. yeah it's it's uh i can, it still can't even really get my uh head wrapped around it it's it's absolutely insane but i 
I have had that thought where it is like super annoying where it's like, you know, you, like the people like, oh, after they've gone through IVF once, you know, it's a lot easier. You know, sometimes it can just come uh, naturally for the second one. And you're always just like, shut up. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. That's not, that's not, but it's also like, yeah, it's not that the idea of that is like, oh, it's some voodoo, like just relax. And that's the problem. It's like, no, there's yeah. a medical situation that we're dealing with that didn't clearly make it impossible, but made the odds very, very low. And you guys yeah. just happen to strike fucking gold, which is awesome. It's insane. So, uh, so one of each. So you're you're a little bit one ahead of, of us, um, yeah. but we're uh, yeah. Come uh, basically summertime, we'll be uh, boy and girl over here. Well, let's let's swap clothes, and we got a lot of Tenley's extra clothes. You got I know Wes's fly as shit. Maybe you could send some of those over, and we'll just do a little exchange. I like that idea. Here's uh, here's something fucked up. Yeah, I don't know if you've thought about this at all. I mean, you did just put it out to the universe that it wasn't planned. You gonna let him know, let her know that she was an accident. Like, are you gonna say that? It's the opposite because she's like literally like a miracle. Like, ooh, look at you, nice that way to turn it around. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's this isn't a negative. This is a positive. She's like legit a miracle. I think it's you can go the other way with this. It's like so special that this even happened. Now. <laughs> Funny the stories you're going to tell them are going to be interesting, right? You're going to tell Wes this story and it's like, hey, we spent all this time yeah. and we tried for a long time. It was really hard and we went through this process and we had science help. And then it's like, little lady Anderson, what's your story? Uh, well, well, one night, I, um, a miracle happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, no, she's got a story. She's got a story. So, remember way back... Uh, I went to uh, that wedding in Florida, right? That I officiated. Yeah. Great sure. rabbi. Yeah. Um, we went to Disney World and Universal on that trip. Yeah. And little did we know, we had no idea. Tori was pregnant, like just got pregnant. And we were going on rides. <laughs> the Velociraptor yes. might have uh, happened at Universal, which Google that ride if you uh, if you want to see what I'm talking about. So, I mean, that's a story I think that that she'll be able to share along with the miracle. She's a Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Boo. That's a name. Name option. You guys probably, I don't know if you've started to, to think about that. Yeah, names. We're, we're, we're talking about names and we don't have one yet. We don't have one uh it's a it's a struggle over here we're doing that you know the naming app where you're looking for names all yeah. that called the the tinder of baby names yes it's like exactly. swipe left swipe right uh i never asked you this by the way i wanted the follow-up did did your brother colin change the name of his dog did that ever happen it was a cat yeah cat yeah. became marshall because my niece is super into paw patrol so even though it's a dog's name from the show they named the cat um marshall to switch it up glad that all worked out <laughs> by, by the way here's gonna this is gonna hit hard man and i are honing in on a name we're not there yet we're not 100 we're, we're pretty close close as we've been so far we've kind of been waffling for a while um it's yeah. not that fucking name either <laughs> oh my god you switched not, it up yeah <laughs> not intentionally just kind of kind of like it's still a good name but i don't it's not the top of the list anymore that'll be brutal they actually got upset about that. That'd be weird. But what like, we'll just tell them like, oh yeah, so the cat's name, you can switch it back if you want. No big deal. We will decide to go a different route. 
you know, obviously humongous news here on the dad talk for all the daddies out there. Um, We got to stop that. We got to stop that quick. Someone come up with a better name for the, for the listeners. Um, (laughs) God, that's not stuff. All right. Busy week uh, over here. A lot, a lot I can get into. I think we should just dive right in. There's a lot lot of shopping going on. So, you know, me always doing the, the grocery food shopping, right? You love this transition. I think it's just like let's dive right in eight minutes after we started with like way more important news to your yeah. grocery shopping. But yeah, you're right. Let's get into the meat. I don't know if you ever had this like feeling before where you're just kind of like, okay, so this baby news, obviously like the greatest news of all time, highest of the highs. Now let's yeah, bring it absolutely. back. Yeah. Let's bring it back to the lowest of the lows. I'm in Trader Joe's and uh, Tori gave me a list of like things we needed to get there. And have you ever just been in the store and you can't find the thing you're looking for? Yeah. Like it's, when it's something that gets put on a list, I hate when I don't, once it's on the list, I look at it and go, I don't know where that is. I don't, I don't know what aisle that's in. Yeah. Fuck me. Cause I'm like, I told you, I don't like to go back in aisles. I go up the produce aisle and then you're down frozen and then you're up dry and yeah. then you get eggs and you check out, and it's fucking it. I don't go backwards. That's not how this I, works. I love so that. If you, I know, if I look at that, I go, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go backwards. Yes. Looking for this fucking. Thing. Yes, you're just <sighs> as efficient as me in the grocery store. When I like have the list, I'll put the list together in order of like where I'm going in the store. Like I'm starting the you. produce. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, this completely screws it up. I get so frustrated. I'm like freaking out. I cannot find the Dijon mustard. Can't find it anywhere. What? You'd think it'd be easy. Could not find it in the Trader Joe's. Yeah. And the whole time as I'm getting more angry, more angry, freaking hot stuff is playing on the the soundtrack at Trader Joe's. Love it. Love it. I almost like had like a meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair though, Trader Joe's, there's like one dry foods aisle. So you'd think that would be easier, but then they sneak shit. Yeah, like above the frozen food, in some of those spots, they sneak other shit kind of in the produce aisle, like section. Yeah. But that's like, they kind of tuck stuff in randomly in places too, so it There's, shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, but it's not like you go to like a big grocery store like Safeway out here or whatever, right? And it's like you got a mustard fucking section, right? You got a hundred different goddamn mustards to choose from. Hot stuff, baby, this evening. Like not the time, not the time. Shut it up. It's annoying. So do you do you go through your full list and then try to find it? Or do you, because when I see it, I go, here's my best guess on where it is. I'm going to go through my list and look for it in that spot. If it's not there. I'm going to keep going through my list. And then I got one more shot to come back. I don't can't tell you how many times I've gone back to a man and be like, yeah, they didn't have it. Because I, <laughs> I get two looks. It's my initial guess on where it is. And then I go back one more time to try yeah. to find it. And then my clock is like, it's a short clock. It's a short fuse. And then if I can't find it, I go, they didn't have it. Did you ask? I was like, oh, yeah, they said they were out or whatever. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I do the exact same thing. I, uh, yeah, I, I take a look, my best guess where I think it is. It's not there. I'll circle back at the end. And that's kind of where the frustration boiling starts happening. And if I can't find it. Well, the odds are good you're not going to find something at Trader Joe's either. Like, that's like why Safeway is my second stop on the grocery trip because yeah. if, they, if yeah. they don't fucking have it, then it's not a thing. But that's what I do. My shop rights, my backup. So I'm like, if they don't have that, I oh great, I have to go to shop right now. And you go to two stores now to get things. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. 
The other thing, uh, shopping, that was just absolutely insane. Horrible moment in my life. It was a Tuesday night. I'm in the uh, CVS, right? I'm going to pick up some ice cream. In the mood for some ice cream. Ben and Jerry's. Oh. Yeah, Gaffigan. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. You're like, fuck it, I'm getting ice cream. I need it. I go to the ice cream aisle and it's locked up. The ice cream is what? locked up. The fuck out of here, locked up. What does that mean? There's a lock on the door to the ice cream. I it's had the to. big, like, floor to ceiling, yeah. like, six foot ice chest that you open up and someone's like, put a chain and a lock yes. on the door handles. Yes. It was locked up. Guys, I stopped him on. Tom's coming. Lock up the fucking ice cream. Lock it up. I had to press the CVS assistance button for them <laughs> to come unlock it for me. Tuesday night. What was in there? Like that Jeff Magnum ice cream. ice cream that's like expensive or something? Like what's in Jeff, there that they have to normal, lock up? Normal ice cream. And you press the button and, and it makes this huge loud announcement. <laughs> We've come to aisle one. Assistance needed in aisle one. And then the guy comes. And then you have like the scenario where he he has to unlock it for you. And then he waits because he's got to lock it back up once you're done. So then I'm like, I'm going to have, like, I'm not exactly sure what flavor. Have you chosen? Yeah, shit. So when, once I make the announcement, I'm like, oh, shit. I like start like, it's like a panic order at a restaurant. Yeah. Like, what do you know yeah, you now you're in trouble. Now you're holding this guy up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm holding him up. If I don't make the selection right away, it was, it was, I feel bad enough that you had to bring them over. Like, sorry, man, I really want some fucking ice cream. Yeah. Right. Like you could have had another snack or treat, right. You could have gotten something else. You're like, I just really wanted, I, what do you think? Do you like the Rocky road? Do you like the rock? Like what's your, like, you try to play the guy. Or you're like, I just need to make a selection and get the hell out of here. Yeah. Shortages of Dijon mustard, ice cream under lock and key. One other thing I noticed this week, I think we're just, the country's going to hell. Okay. <laughs> I was watching Wheel of Fortune. Uh-oh. Guess where one of the, uh, like, you know, like the trip, like the prizes, like a, you have this huge trip we have planned for you. You just won this yeah, great yeah. trip. Guess where it was too? Wheel of Fortune this week. Omaha, Nebraska. Philadelphia. <laughs> Who's fired up about that trip? <laughs> Can I sell that? What's the street value? Like, can I, can I just sell it back to Wheel of Fortune and just take the cash? Because I'm not going to fucking Philly. <laughs> so imagine winning a trip to Philadelphia. Like, who's excited for that? <laughs> oh, my God. The, the history, the sights. And if you just want to get yelled at by the rudest, some of the most racist people in the entire country, go to South Philly. Go check that out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Try I speaking would... another language in South Philly and see how that goes for you. Like... <laughs> I was shocked because, like, we have like a lot of like Philadelphia listeners to this podcast. So, like, no offense, but I mean, Philly, really? Yeah. No, Fair. I mean, plenty of offense intended and meant. Like, yeah, no, why? That's not the trip. That's uh, I'd rather go to Omaha. What's uh, what's been what's been going on over there for you? Oh, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure you know about this, right? We um, had a baby virtual baby shower situation this weekend called the Sprinkle. Thanks for showing up, by the way. That was really 
nicey to take the time for fucking 25 minutes just to say hi but i get it you're busy (laughs) so so the best part of this is before we started recording amanda was in the background and she was like tom thanks for coming this weekend appreciate it and i had no idea what she was talking about you had a delete got that email delete spam we we do a podcast together called dad talk and yeah. your fellow co-host didn't come to your yeah, virtual baby shop. So, but you didn't say a word about this at all to me. So, were you? I didn't know it was happening either. I just it was like Saturday. It was like, all right, are you guys ready for the sprinkle? I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Was any part of you annoyed with me that I did not show up to this? No, like lots of people didn't show up to this. I, I don't think most people I like, got these emails or whatever, but. <laughs> So sprinkle is like, I guess, a small baby shower is the idea, right? So sprinkle, small rain, whatever. Okay. One of Amanda's good friends wanted to put something together for us. So we sent invites out to people and we had Zoom, like five different Zoom blocks set up. So instead of having 150 fucking people on a Zoom, right, trying to talk, right? You're like, oh, that sounds like my worst fucking nightmare. So we broke it up times five with like one side of Amanda's family, another side, and like a friend group, like her support group and everything. So it became us sitting in front of the computer screen, like with a background or whatever, for like yeah, three and a half, almost four hours, like Ugh. essentially going through, waiting for people to fucking log in and then dealing with, especially like the older family members dealing with their tech issues, which was oh initially funny. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, it's going to be a long day where you've got like three people like face in the camera and they're like, I, it says I'm on mute. They can't hear us. We're on mute. Like, I don't, I don't know. It says mute. It doesn't say mute, but they can't hear us. Oh, <laughs> like, I can just give me a good start. I could just give me a good start. You're getting so frustrated. Just, let's just, let's just fuck this. Let's just stop. Let's just stop. Let's just I have a question. Know. I have a question right off the bat. You have to answer. Tell the truth. All right. You have five, you have five groups of people for this. Yeah. Favorite group? Who was the most entertaining group on the, uh, the the sprinkle? It was no, it was the it was the mixed bag group. It was like family friends and like our friends group. They did a good job because they were funnier and it was less of the like let's see your bump and how are you feeling. It was more like <laughs> like all right, what are we naming this fucking thing? Like give me some options and like what's well, yeah, it was good. Right, that's the group you would have been in on uh, if you bothered to open the email and RSVP, but. I feel like I should have been in the support group. I don't know. I'm pretty supportive yeah. <laughs> over there. It's true. It's true. The you and all the daddies who should have been should have made it to the well here's the another group. here's another thing I'm wondering. Like all all these people obviously listen to podcasts where they all like, uh, why is Tom not emceeing this? Where is he? Where's Tom? Yeah. Uh, no one actually <laughs> brought that up at all. Except for one, we had one group. And they were, we had some questions go out. And it was kind of like, all right, Amanda, Derek, or both were your, like your answer options. And one of part of it was, all right, who co-hosts a podcast? And I was like, all right, now we're going to really see. Yeah. Like yeah. how much people know. I was like, uh-oh, this would be bad if they all picked like Amanda. <laughs> and immediately everyone says Derek. She's like, oh my God, we got, we got listeners, folks. We got to follow the daddies. <laughs> the daddies, baby, they're listening. But so I'm going to set it up at the beginning and Amanda's, friend is running it so she's on each one and then and i was like the way i see this i've got a 30 minute stand-up set 
that I can try five different times and just recycle the same fucking jokes over and over and over. Cause no one's here. Let's be real. These people are people that, you know, we're obviously close enough to, but we haven't seen in a while, a lot of them. And, you know, we don't talk to them like every week. So they're obviously here to talk to Amanda and to see Tenley. Who the yeah. fuck <laughs> needs me in on this at all? Like I am not important, even in a little bit. Mm. I'm just trying to contain as much of the like one-liner smart-ass bullshit comments I can make yeah. as I can. But no, a few slipped out and I recycled a couple. And they didn't I was going to ask. So you recycled them. Like, were they better? Was it better the first time or? First time was way better because it was kind of organic and it like felt right. And I just tried what? to shoehorn it in other places. And everyone's like, Because when you repeated it, because I'm sure like, um, so Amanda hears you repeat it. She's probably like. Uh, yeah, she's like, not great. Yeah. And then like Amanda's friend who was kind of running this is probably like, wow, he's like actually repeating. He thinks his jokes are that good. He's bringing them back. Didn't, wasn't that great the first time wasn't that great the first time oh well i'm sorry i uh i missed the uh sprinkle yeah it was a huge to do you know a big event you know and we just really thankful for the people who did show up right those are the ones we you're still gonna get a christmas card but like there's not you're not gonna have the personal handwritten piece to it now is all i'm saying this ties in i was gonna make the christmas card joke you beat me to it this ties in well though to a question i've started to notice and I, I wanted to get your take on it do you think um friends and family who you know listen to the podcast here when you see them now do you feel like you have to be like funny all the time you got to be on I'm, I'm always that's my role in life you know what I mean like I always see myself as like all right just you got to make a joke. It was my, my dad and my aunt growing up. I remember we, all the, we used to do a bunch of big family gatherings on my mom's side. My dad and my aunt were always the funny ones, right? They it always fucking made people laugh. And they're always like this. It was like, all right, that's, and I told myself, like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to be fucking funny. And that's all I try to do. Like in any situation ever, for the most part, is just, let me try to find a, a way to get a joke in. So I don't think that's different, but what I do get caught up with, especially my, my buddy E, cause I know he listens regularly and my buddy Dylan does too but when I'm talking to him and updating him on shit like and I know I'm saying something that I mentioned on the pod I'm so uncomfortable because it's not like I'm repeating myself to them yeah. so it's not like you probably read heard of this on the pod but you can't say that because you look like such a jackass if you're you like, like such sure a you, jerk off yeah I'm sure you heard this on uh, episode 43 but <laughs> I'm sure you tuned in last week and caught most of this but I'll give you that the impetus behind it like there's that but then the other part is i feel weird saying something that i know he's heard me say before like it's fresh it's like no you already said that like to not me You're so it's fraud. like you can't even come up with fresh material to talk to your friend right you got to repeat the shit you said <laughs> i feel so weird like around any of those topics it's like how do i bring it up yeah that's a really good point that's really good do you think people are surprised that we're this funny every single week? Like 47 <laughs> weeks of this, we've consistently, almost a full year of hilarious episodes every week. I, it's, I, Amanda says every day, she goes, I can't believe you're still doing this. <laughs> uh, and I take that to mean, wow, you guys are great. And you're this funny for this long. Like, I can't believe you haven't taken like a, a hiatus to like write more jokes. It's just so organic that you get weekly material like this. So speaking of, of funny jokes, so here's one. I don't know if you've you've heard. Like, have you gotten this? So 
So, so when you have the little man, he'll be the, the yeah. only boy. He'll be my mom's only grandkid. Right. Grandson. Grandson. <laughs> He's the only one that'll matter, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a lot I've heard this a lot, the joke like, oh, he's my favorite grandson because he's the only one. You yeah, can say right. that he's my favorite. Yeah. It's funny the first couple of times, I think. How many what do you think like the what's the number of times you can use this, that joke where it's still okay? Because I'm hearing I, it's used a lot. I think it's a great like you know Dimitri Martin. You ever seen Dimitri Martin stuff? And he uses like a lot. He's so fucking funny. He's like, I don't think he's everyone's cup of tea for sure, but he does a lot of like graph humor. He like will tell a situation and like graph it out. It's actually really funny. But so that made me think of this because I feel like it's a graph that starts out like really funny the first time. And then immediately it becomes unfunny times like two through six or whatever. But then I think it shoots right back up. Because I think the 12th time, it's fucking hysterical. Like, I think it's really, it's really funny that you keep going back to the well for the same joke. And that's me, like, when I'm, like, saying stuff that doesn't land and just repeating it and going back and explaining it, why I think that's funny. Like, if you were just to do the favorite grandson thing, I'm going to say, I'm going to say you're my favorite daughter or you're my favorite son, guaranteed. You're going to make that joke that. all the time? Like, yeah. all the time. I've heard so many people make this joke and they, and they keep doing it yeah and it's not like it's like it's never falls flat it always kind of gets like haha but you're always gonna get a sympathy laugh but i feel like once people have heard you say it multiple times you stop getting that sympathy laugh so you think i like next time i hear it i should just like just stone face (laughs) how many i mean how many times are you hearing it now is my question I mean, he's almost two, so it's been two years of basically that joke. Okay, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think it's either it's that, and then the next time you hear it, make a point to be really stone faced, and the next time, fucking die laughing, like just absolutely <laughs> fall on the floor, like it's the greatest thing you ever heard in your life. I hope I don't get in trouble for that one. Anywho, fine, stop. It's easy. I got one last thing, and then I want you quickly, and then I want you to go on uh, your rant, which is the back. I got, a, I got a dad rant ready to go. Yeah. Real fast. Someone who I know listens to the podcast I work with, and we were in the office together the other day, and I got up from my desk first. I'm walking to the bathroom. What, do you work at all? I feel like every time you tell a story about work, you're in the fucking bathroom, dude. <laughs> that Amanda, Amanda actually laughed at that that's awesome that's, she, that, that's so true though it's true right true. Amanda said the other day I said like I was making jokes I forget whatever it was one of my stupid smart ass things and she goes I think we've reached the point in the pregnancy where you should just stop trying because it's not funny anymore like you should just just don't even bother because it's you're you're wasting you're just wasting it but apparently that's not fucking true. You're welcome. So guess, guess who's going to have delivery room jokes lined up, ready to go right here. Oh my God. I'm going to be firing them off. I have a question for you. Um, and Amanda, really, would you be cool to do like a live dad talk in like the room while it's happening? Oh, good call. Amanda, live dad talk episode, like during birth or like when, when he's coming out, you think? Yeah. 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 Like when he's coming out, what do you think? For sure. Yeah, she's in. Okay, good. Right. Um, so Let's yeah, look out for that, everybody. All the daddies are gonna love that. I think. 
And All right, go back to your bathroom story. Really quick. So I'm walking to the bathroom. Got up from my desk first. You're not like, or the speed, I got really got a pee walk. Casual, casual, playing it cool. Yeah. And <laughs> I get to the, I get to the bathroom, like right to the bathroom door, right? I'm like right there. Yeah, you're there. And I see behind me, I feel motion. Your heart's pumping. You're excited. You're like, this is about to happen. <laughs> I feel motion behind me, probably like 10 yards away. I see somebody back there and I'm like, I, yeah. I go to turn. I take a quick look, like a really quick glance. And I see that it's this guy I work with. And that makes sense. That checks out. So in my head, you know me, I don't want to go to the bathroom ever with anybody else at work. So I'm like, fuck, yeah. but it was too late. I was already like, my hand was on the door. Like I couldn't. I can't believe you looked. I know. I, I had to see. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I go into the bathroom. I'm like, shit, he's going to come in here now. It's going to be super awkward. It's just like yeah. a nightmare. You taking a piss or you taking a shit? Just a piss, luckily. All right. So that's safe. Yeah, that's safe. Best thing ever. Yeah, he didn't come into the bathroom. What? He, he was for sure walking to the bathroom. Hundred percent, he was going to go to the bathroom. There's no, there's nowhere else to go. He listens to the pod. He knows how I feel about this bathroom thing. <laughs> I think he saw me go in, and he was like, "I'm going to respect him. I'm not going to go in." Hundred percent, he never came in the bathroom. It was incredible, bro. You're changing workplace behavior in a good way. That's a, in a good way, give that guy some space in there. All right. He was probably standing guard outside the door, making sure no one, hey, guys, Tom's in there. You know how he feels. All right, let's just give him his space. Just give him his space. It was awesome. So uh, shout out to him. Thank you. Uh, thank you for giving my, me my privacy. Appreciate it. Without further ado, everyone wants to hear the dad rant. You, so background on the Zoom today for all you listeners out there that are, are watching this. Uh, it's a he's Derek is at a, a train track crossing. There's a train in the background. Derek, take it. This is one of those things that's kind of been like building for a while, like leaf blowers. Leaf blowers, all of a sudden, I was like, I hate every part of them, it, right? It's just been building my whole life. This has been a more recent build. There's a train station, like, I don't know, it's a couple miles from our place, right? And the tracks run, they don't get like closer to our house than that. And during the day, no big deal. And it's like a commuter train. It runs up and down the peninsula. So it's not nuts, but it happens somewhat often. And at night though, right? When there's less noise pollution, you can really fucking hear the train whistle. Like in our bed, we have the windows open at night because it's been really nice. And it's like, you really fucking hear it. And it's not like they go off once, right? The guy fucking rings that train whistle like a hundred fucking times. The no- so the noise is what? Annoying. But now I'm trying to take a step back and go, why the fuck do we have train whistles? Can someone explain to me the point of a train whistle? It's not like trains are anywhere else but on fucking train tracks. And anytime you go near train tracks, there's all these fences. There's all, they got a big fucking wooden arm and all these flashing lights and a bell that rings. And it's not like they're quiet. You know when a train is fucking coming. Why do we have train whistles? Like who doesn't know a train is coming? Where this guy at fucking 1030 at night has got to lay on the goddamn train whistle a hundred times to what scare off fucking deer? Like, what is he doing that the train whistle needs to go off? It's, again, the noise is somewhat annoying, but the whole point of it is so fucking ancient and doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why we have train whistles. So you think we should all together just get rid of the train whistle? So what should- 
So when the train is coming into the station, crossing a road, just nothing. What you fucking? It's got you've got the blinking red lights, the big wooden arm that comes down, the little bell that ding ding dings, and it's a train track. It's not like these things are fucking quiet. I subway's different. Like I get that. Okay, it's, they're coming out of a tunnel. You may not see them coming, and this is just like, hey, don't fucking lean over. You're gonna your head's gonna get smoke smoked off, right? Get that. Outdoor trains, train tracks. They're loud. They're huge. They're rumbling. You can feel the ground moving like a fucking miles down the road. And they don't come around like a sharp turn before they come into the station. The the tracks are always fucking straight. Like, I, I don't understand the point of them at all. I don't. I don't understand. If you are dumb enough to get hit by a train, a fucking hit by a train, you deserve to get hit by a train. You really do. We'll be right back. <laughs> but like, seriously, like if the one whistle doesn't get the person out of the way, does the 15th whistle move the person? Like, all right, all right. Okay, I'll get out of the fucking train tracks on the yeah. 15th whistle. Like, why even do it? I'm with you. I'm such an old man that every noise bothers me and I need to question why we have that noise. I think that's really where I'm at. But the train whistle thing seems like it, it serves no point. It's the It doesn't do anything. It serves no purpose but to make fucking noise. And I don't know why we have it. All right. Fair enough. Um, You mentioned, so the noise, right? I think we we should. I thought you were going to do this, but I can take it. Um, Just um, thank Spotify for for not (laughs) silencing We should let an artist be artists, you know? Yeah. We've got these controversial opinions, and we just need to get them out there. We're just people. We're just people yeah. talking. Yeah. Like the train whistle could rub some people the wrong way, but Spotify is going to stand behind us. I, I know bet. there's a yeah. lot of pro train whistle people out there and they're going to yeah. get all fired up. Yeah. But I'm just not here for it. It's just my opinion. <laughs> we, uh... Do you understand what I'm saying though? Do you get, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting nothing. I feel like I'm getting the sympathy fucking nod and let the crazy guy just ramble so I can <laughs> stop this uncomfortable moment and move on. Fuck that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand why this is annoying? No, I get it. It's very loud. <laughs> it's it's annoying. But yet the 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 function. What about like so like like blind people? Yeah. I, <laughs> how often are they stumbling onto train tracks? A. And B, there's other shit in place, like just from normally crossing the street that exists that let you know. Plus, they can hear the fucking train coming. <laughs> but the whistle, like, really gets your attention. What if you, do you think you can hear the train? Like, you got like dad talk in your headphones and you walk in. <laughs> like, that whistle, do you need, you still don't need the whistle? No, because you see the fucking train tracks. You have to go through like three fences and then there's a big thing that stops you from walking in a blinking red lights. I, and it's also like train tracks aren't that wide, right? I get like, hey, listen, here's this train. It's like a hundred fucking feet wide. Like you need to there, you need to take time to clear the track, right? It's like six fucking feet wide. If we can't not walk in the six fucking feet a train needs to go by, like we have got guys we've got a, a much bigger problem with this fucking human race. Yeah. It's, it makes none fucking sense. It's uh, all right. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll climb aboard. 
on this uh, hot take. See what I did there. I will come with you. No helmets in the park at the playgrounds. We're getting rid of helmets. Get rid of those. Yep. We're getting rid of the train whistles and we're getting rid of the keys for the ice cream at the CVS. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a gimme. That's our platform. Yeah. (laughs) Want to know what we stand for? Yeah. That's what we stand for. That's what we stand for. All right, we got to go. This we're coming up on like an hour here. People are like, "What? That they talk a lot about trains there." Um, Man, they saved all that train stuff for the end. I can't turn it off now. <laughs> he said he was going to talk about trains later. So, do you think you'll do like a like another oh, another sprinkle? <laughs> There's a backup one. Yeah, we're going to resend it because it was so much fun the first time that I thought we'd do it all again to talk to everybody like that. I think that's like like all the people that like ignored your email kind of thing. Maybe. <laughs> that finger quote ignored my email. That's also the way that we justify not having people that want to talk to us. It's like, I bet you a lot of people just didn't see the email. <laughs> I think those are a lot of active decisions not to join actually. Maybe send a follow-up that I'll be there. It's kind of a draw. <laughs> hey, listen, we're... Um, uh, you know, there's a new leg of the tour coming and uh, Tom Anderson is going to MC it. So get your tickets. <laughs> are you guys, uh, what, before we go, accepting, like, are you like pro like gifts for this? How's that going? Yeah. Give me whatever you want. So Tori is like, no, like we don't need gifts like this go around. Cause we, we, it's just like more toys and shit. And it's like, we don't need more of this yeah. crap. Like, but my take is, can we get like stuff for us? Like not that's what I'm saying. Do that. Build a registry. We built a registry and there's a couple like new things that we needed. But for the most part, it was like, yes, we have toys and books. We have a million fucking toys and books, right? Yeah. Some clothes things, some just like extra diapers or whatever. But then yeah, we should just be our stuff. Like, hey, I can use some beer, you know? I'm fucking Dijon mustard, some ice cream, you know? Like just hook it up. A new microphone, maybe, you know? Yeah. Can I get a good mic? Tom's got the good mic. He comes through super clear. I'm all muffled in the background. So good. Send us a mic. Send us a mic. Um, all right. I got to go. It's tough. It's tubby time over here. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Right, there. Sure. <laughs> we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. I don't know if you noticed, but the last episode came out on Tuesday. You're welcome. It did. That was a, that was a nice touch. Thank you. Thank you. See you next Tuesday. Dad talk. They really like to trash talk. Dad talk. They'll make you laugh your ass off. Dad talk. Real tall dudes and they're both hilarious. Tom and Derek give you wisdom and advice. It's really nice. You probably listen twice. Real tall dudes and they're getting serious.